So, this week, this episode is pretty much unscripted. And it's going to be filled with a little bit of anger and some other emotions and a bunch of other things. And, yeah. So, um, if you stick around, thank you very much. Just understand, there may be cussing with this. Not going to guarantee it. Not going to say there isn't. Um, Emotions will be part of this episode. Living from the bottom to the top is a weekly look at my life while living in my broken down 2004 Chevy Suburban in the middle of the Mojave Desert in Southern California. These episodes are unedited and sometimes can be quite raw and emotional. While I'm living in my vehicle at the moment, my ultimate dream is to own a mortgage-free home before I turn 60 in five years. Thank you for listening. Now, before we get into the meat of this episode and what has me riled up, um, I've had my little stove oven for just over a week. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, R.A., it's been amazing. Um, I mean, there's a couple little issues, but for the most part, I love my little stove. Um, I've been using the oven quite a bit. Um, actually toasting my Pop-Tarts and stuff like that. And had my cinnamon toast that I haven't been able to have for, you know, actually have toast instead of just cinnamon bread. Um... Made biscuits and gravy the other day. And it's going to be just perfect for Christmas time. Um, My one big issue is actually lighting the oven. Um, It's supposed to be an automatic light. But nine times... Well, it's about 50-50. It'll light using the start thing. And then sometimes you actually have to use um, a match or a lighter. Although I think I might have found the trick, which is actually turn the burner on, light the burner, and then light the oven. We'll see. Um, And in all actuality, while I'm doing this recording, I am heating up lasagna for dinner tonight. It it, it actually makes it nice to be able to go down the uh, frozen food aisle. Especially when uh, temperatures have been getting down in the 20s. So, things stay cold. I think today's temperature was... I think we made it to 50. Um, But I'm not sure. All I know is once the the sun goes down, the temperature starts dropping. So, there's that. And again, like I said, RA, thank you. Beyond thank you. Making my... This is the best Christmas thing I could have ever received. Now on to what's got me riled up. Um, As most of you know, I ended up on this journey six years ago because my partner at the time decided she was done. And one of the things that I found out was I basically went from one narcissist to another to another to another. And 
one thing narcissists are really good at is keeping you financially uh, dependent on them. So when she kicked me out, I had $100 in my account. My dad purchased my van for me from her. Um, and I lucked out that I had a job for another week. So I was able to make, you know, some money. And I had a friend that let me stay with them while I worked the job. In the meantime, and I was given a month. They wanted to kick me right out away, right away, except I had paid rent for a month. So I had 30 days. In that 30 days, I did everything I could to find a new place to live. Um, another job. And move everything that I owned into a storage unit. And I put it on social media. And I put it to all my friends that I was going to become basically homeless. You know what I got? Love and prayers. Love and prayers. I hope things work out. Okay, I can understand that people can't always help you out. But to say love and prayers... When somebody is about to lose everything. Basically is slapping them in the face. Okay. Now. I did. Two years. Almost three years. Back and forth on the road. Then C offered me. A place to stay. And paid me. To basically be his caregiver. Until. He got his disability. And at the time, he was on what was called uh, Section 8 housing. And we tried with the landlady, you know, make sure I'm on the lease, da-da-da-da. Oh, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. As soon as he got his disability, his rent went up. We were able to pay it. And then, for whatever reason, oh, then the place ended up with bed bugs because one of the tenants brought bed bugs in. And she basically wanted us to pay for the treatment, to which we we're like, uh, no. And she's like, well, you either deal with the, you pay for the bed bugs or, you know, and it's like, you can keep the bed bugs, we'll leave. So again, everything that I had accumulated went into storage. Again, we looked for a place within the area. They either wanted more money than C had because until I was like absolutely positive of where I was going to stay, I wasn't and I was his caregiver. I was his 24-hour caregiver. I couldn't go get a job. So we all ended up on the road for the next, what are we on? Three years now. So at the beginning of last year, now I'm talking to a couple people, and they're like, what do you mean you live in your vehicle? We need to get you housing. You know why I needed to get housing? Because I have fucking tits. If I had a dick, you know what? Not one of them would have given a shit. Now, mind you, at that point, it was coming from men. Because women are weak. And, like, whatever. You know, it's like, I've gone through trying to get all these, you know... Oh, this program, this program. Unless you have a representative 
You know what those programs tell you? Sorry, can't help you. Oh, your license is out of state. We can't help you. Oh, you're not old enough. You're not young enough. Oh, you don't have a kid? Sorry. So. So. I've been, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to move here. I've, this has happened twice now. Oh, come to a state where, one, the humidity tries to kill me because I get what's called humidity sickness. I don't care if there's air conditioning or a dehumidifier. The minute I step outside, I am going to be violently ill because I can't breathe. And if you don't know what it's like to choke while trying to breathe, that is the scariest shit there is. And two, I'm not going to a state that has hurricanes. Sorry. And the highest COVID numbers. Sorry, not happening. Doesn't matter that the fact that C is buying a piece of property in the middle of the desert. Which means I don't have to move every 14 days. And then March of last year, my rig decided I'm not working. I still have to check and see if the engine will turn. So I'm down to basically a shell for housing. I have a roof over my head. I now have heat. I have a way to cook. I have a bed. I have blankets. I have a place to piss and shit. You know, the main, I have the bottom of Manslow's Triangle. I'm safe. I'm secure. You know, there's no, no real threat of violence other than the wind and the, de you know, the elements. And, you know, I yelled all summer how hot I was and yeah, now I'm cold. Eh, I'll deal with it. Like I said, I have heat source now. But it kind of pissed me off. Somebody that bought some bowl cozies from me. They're like, we need to get you shelter. Now, this one I give a little bit of respect for. More so. Well, both ladies. And I know where it's coming from. It's their generation. They were brought up to believe that women are not capable of doing things on their own. Or if they were, they were unusual or whatever. So, I, you know, I brought up the, you know, how are you doing? And if you ever get here, I have a room. Again, in Louisiana. Thank you very much. Again, humidity. Plus the hurricanes. No, thank you. Plus all the wildlife that I don't want to deal with. I'm not dealing with alligators. I'm not dealing with snakes. I'm not dealing with whatever size fucking lizard or spider you have down there. Sorry, not doing it. I have two pieces of property picked out in Northern California. There is one in Arizona. But we need to get you shelter. I have shelter. The, to which I'm like, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm safe where I'm at. We need to get you in a shelter where you're safe again. Again, I'm in a place where I don't have to move. I am... 30 some odd miles from town. There is nobody around me to give me the fucking COVID. 
Yes, I'm vaccinated. Yes, we're all vaccinated. Yes, we all need to go get our boosters. But every time we go to do it, there's a line. Doesn't matter where we're going, there's a line. And half of them are like, oh, you need to make an appointment. Uh, not happening. I don't have, I have to deal, you know, because my rig is not running. And now it's out of, you know, registration and everything. And I don't have a license. So, yeah, my main problem right now is I don't have an address. So I can't get everything I need. Now, I told the gal that I have this nice little stove and propane, and the first thing out of her mouth is, you use it outside, right? One, why would I use it outside when it's in, you know, it's freezing? No. I, uh, I, uh, hold on. No, it's not outside. It is in my rig. And I am terrified of propane. So what I do is I do leave the door cracked a little bit because I actually have had people I knew that did asphyxiate themselves because they were cold and they used a propane heater. And what they didn't realize was it went out and the propane was still leaking. And I am so hyper valid, you know, I am just so terrified of propane that every single knob is off before I go to sleep so there's that and again I'm like I want to have my own place mortgage free within the next five years to which I got well that's all nice and good but if you have this money saved you need to get a place now again people just assume things if I had the money, don't you think I'd already gotten a place? I have $74 right now. And that's got to last until the first of the month. And depending on how cold and how often I use the propane, I'm buying propane. I'm good on food and I'm good on water. We did all that yesterday. And I bought quite a bit of stuff. Because I made a nice couple sales. But people don't realize that unless I'm making sales, I'm not making money. Because I can't go get a job that is 30 miles away and have C take me every single day and give him money for gas. To fill Shelby up, it's between 50 and $70. So there's that. So yes, I'm angry because when this started, I asked for help and I got love and prayers. Now that I don't really ask for help, I mean, yes, and here and there, I'm like, you know, I need this, but I'm willing. It's like, yes, I need this amount of money. Here's what I have for sale. And that's exactly how I thought I was going to get the stove. So being ha the money, having that money donated for that stove was beyond what I asked. And I am grateful for that. But don't send me love and prayers because you think that's what I need. I'm an atheist for the most part. We're a pagan. 
depends on how you want to look at it. I don't believe in Jesus Christ. I don't believe that way. Um, I don't really follow any religion. And I follow all, you know, there are certain things I do follow and there are certain things I don't. It's what I believe and I don't push it down anybody's throat. And if you want to say that, you know, you believe in Jesus, great, glad you do, you know. And you want to, you know, God bless me, whatever. That's fine. But don't sit there and think you know how to tell me what I need to do. You don't walk in my shoes. You don't live my life. And yeah. 2021? 2020 and 2021? Fucking sucked. I mean, the last half of 2021? Doing okay. And you know they're like, we're gonna quietly walk in? Yeah, I ain't saying shit to nobody about 2022. All my goals and everything, unless I've posted it on my Kofi page, nobody's knowing what they are. Because... I ain't going to rock the boat. I'm going to make sure every plank has gotten, you know, is sealed with whatever makes it float. Not going to rock the boat. And, you know, I, I'm doing all my shadow work. And a lot of the shadow work has to do with, you know, the trauma I've dealt with my entire life so there's that and in dealing with things like that I'm coming to realize that yeah I've got a lot of pent up anger because I've never been allowed to use it so with that being said like I said don't give me love and prayers. I don't need them. What I need is the support of sharing my products that I put out there that I've made and I'm trying to sell. And, you know, oh, let's support this person this way. Let's, you know, oh, they need this. Oh, there's a wish list. On Amazon maybe we can help them out this way you know it I don't care if it's a seven dollar or a three dollar item off of my wish list or oh you have this item for sale in your Kofi shop let me buy that you know if there's a way to help like um, on second watch gifted me Kofi gold and I couldn't have done a lot of things if I hadn't have had that and I couldn't have bought that at the beginning of the year and I am beyond grateful for that because it did help gave me some insights that I wouldn't have had with just the basic account so there's that and I know what I've got to earn and make for, you know, every month to make it. Now, 
like I said, I have two properties that are up by my my child, E. One is does not have an address. There's a lot of potential with it. And the other one that's just up the road from it does have an address and a cabin that needs some work. So there's that. And that's if I want to stay in California. Again, it property right at the moment is not my problem. My problem is I do not have a vehicle. I have to either see if Ruby's engine is seized and go from there. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I don't need prayers or love because those don't really help. They might make you feel better, but that's about it. Because it doesn't really matter. And it's not just me. Anybody that is in my situation, you know, I'm lucky. I have shelter. But the homeless that do not have shelter, and all you're like, oh, love and prayers. That doesn't help them stay warm. That doesn't feed them. That doesn't help them anyway. It just makes you feel better. So there's that. And we are, well, I came to the conclusion that I'm not even going to try and do D&D until after the first of the year because just too many issues and stress. And so, yeah, that's going to be a first of the year thing. That allows me to finish up different aspects of my campaign. And every now and then I keep ending up with somebody that thinks they want to join, but then they're not sure about, you know, making the character. And it's like, okay, you know, if you decide you're going to join, I'm going to basically make you an NPC because, which is a non-player character. Because, meh, sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't. And since I have a wrenching crew that likes to throw wrenches into everything... Um, I still need a couple more plans to basically have A through triple Z. And that way, you know, it'll make an interesting campaign. So, and uh, we now have Finch, who was V. And they, they are a halfling monk. And the sort of session that we did is already proving to be interesting. So it'll be see it'll be interesting to see how they and C interact with each other because C really hasn't played yet. And you know we have Christmas and all that coming up. And then next week is Colette's doing Colette Baron Reed is doing a solstice thing on the 21st which is solstice and it'll be an interesting thing and I get to go to that so um so yeah there's basically two more episodes and I have kind of played with not doing any more episodes for the rest of the year 
but I will definitely let people know, whether it's on my Kofay page or Twitter, or if I actually start doing some TikToks, which part of me is like, I really need to work with. Um, so there's that. But for the most part, yeah, I have anger issues and I'm working through them. And maybe I shouldn't be angry at these people saying you need shelter or you need to do this or that. And whether they mean it, I know they don't mean it in a malicious way. And I'm not, I'm trying really hard not to take it that way. You also have to understand it's also a trauma response. Like I said, I had an abusive mother who was also a narcissist. I went to an abusive boyfriend who also was a narcissist. Married his best friend who was emotionally abusive and a narcissist. Left him, went to my second ex. For a while, it wasn't bad, but in their own way, they were also emotionally abusive. Um, okay, I should re rephrase that. Not emotionally abusive, but mentally abusive. And when they lost their son to suicide, they did change. And a lot of things did happen. But in their own way, didn't realize they were narcissists until just recently and some of the things came up and it was like didn't realize that was a narcissistic trait and they were so and C has tendencies to be a narcissist but I'm not with C so he's a friend and he doesn't sugarcoat shit so there's that and I'm kind of learning how to not sugarcoat things and not be a people pleaser and, you know, not just saying, oh, it's okay. My feelings don't matter. My feelings do matter. You know, um, how I respond is not normal. I either break down and lose it. I shut down. Or I get extremely angry. So, yeah, there's a lot of that. And in the process of, you know, de-learning some things, um, one of the things is I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to call my father on Christmas. I did send a Christmas card. And we'll see how that, you know, whether I get a response or not. Because... I'm the one that's making the effort. I'm the one that's always making phone calls. So it's like, do I continue to keep trying? Or do I just let things go? As long as E is there to kind of keep an eye on him, I know he's okay. But at the same time, there's that little part of me, being his daughter, 
who needs to check up on him. But it's this time of year. I also know that his wife is going to be basically attached to his side. And if I call it Christmas, then I have to deal with that side of the family. And I don't want to listen to any of them. Because I don't like her son. I love her wife, his wife. But at the same time, they're all pretenders. So it's like, I don't know what to do. And I just, even who I think are my friends, I don't know anymore. Because, and let, I, you know, I'm not even sure if I was to disappear, if anybody would actually miss me. And that's, you know, that's, that, that can be depressing. And depression does show his anger sometimes. And it's also part of grief. And, you know, people don't, oh, what do you have to grieve? I have a lot to grieve. I have a life, you know, I thought I was going to live with the person that I was with for the rest of my life. And then I was thrown away like a piece of trash. People I thought were my friends at the time disappeared. And people I weren't sure were my friends actually stepped up and gave me a place to stay for a little while. And, you know, kind of helped me out a little bit more by giving me some options for earning some money. And I need to go back to those. Sorry about that. That was my alarm for the lasagna. Um, I've got another 10 minutes and then I'm going to be taking that back into C's rig and we're going to have lasagna for dinner. I'm excited to actually have something beyond bread and water. So, um, and a lot of people might find that silly. But when all you've been eating for months is mashed potatoes or, you know, rice or, you know, something just the shelf stable. You don't realize just what you're missing until you actually get to have it again. So there's that. So, on to the card. Okay. These are for my followers that started following me for this last episode, which would have been episode 50, if this gets included. Um, so, before these were added, I had 307, and now I'm at 309. And again, thank you everyone that has followed me, so I'm now over 300. I'm just ecstatic to be over 200 after you years of being at under a hundred. So, um, thank you for a follow and I haven't really had a chance to look at your page and see whether or not I will follow you back. I will do that as soon as I can. But right now my three new followers are Jason, 
Clark W. Griswold, and Jane. So, thank you again for following. And I'm hoping to include this at the end of the episode. Like I said, I'm having some technical difficulties. If there are topics you would like to hear about next year, I can at least get a start on where I want my podcast to go. Um, Because I need to really focus it down a little more than being kind of scattered as it is right now. And like I said, this episode has been unscripted. So, there's that. Um, Again, Rogue Out. So the card deck that I'm using is Colette Baron reeds Oracle of the Seven Energies. And these are only read in the upright position. So there's no adverse uh, reading for a challenger or whatever. Um, So there's seven energies. And they're broken into uh, seven cards each. And this deck is only, I think this is a, it was, came out in 2020. So it's only like two years old. It's not even two years old yet. And I really like it. Now, the question I ask is, what does my audience and I need to know for the coming week? And I ended up with card 19, which is Waking the Lion, which is energy three. And energy three is fire. And the concepts that go with fire are personal power, will, assertiveness, action, vitality, movement, individualization, and extreme states. Joy, anger, and transformation. Which is interesting considering just how angry I am about things. So... Um, Waking the Lion, the key concepts for this card are boldness, the courage to move forward even without knowing the way, facing that which is difficult or painful, and the audacity to step into the unknown. And this is what the card has to say. Regardless of the outer conditions right now, you can't wait for your fear to lessen before you move forward. In fact, despite this chaos, and seemingly disarray, you must be bold. Whatever your your interpretation, act as if you have deep trust that all will be well. Nothing is promised to you, but you will never truly see magic if you don't take the risk. Come to the edge of certainty in your life and leap into the unknown. You have no guarantee of immediate success. Still, You must summon your bravery in the face of possible pain, failure, or even success, and own your power. The act of making this leap, no matter the final outcome, awareness, awakens the lion within. Be proud of who you are and who you are becoming. No one can take this away from you. What type of courage is called for for today? Only you know, and only you have the power to choose your path. Know that it takes just as much strength and bravery to love and be vulnerable as it does to confront a personal challenge or physical obstacle. 
to call on your strength and stand your ground, or consciously temper your emotional reactions, do nothing, and trust in your partnership with the divine. Whatever your choice, you will not fail as long as you act with courage and integrity. So, um, a picture of the card will be on my Kofi page, and the link to Colette Baron Reed's uh, website is in the description of this episode. And yeah, so comments are welcome. I do not deal with hate. Any hate on any of my platforms will be deleted or ignored, depending on how it is stated. I am not into bigotry. I am not into being disrespectful of people, genders, religions. Just because I don't believe something doesn't mean that I don't respect others' rights to believe the way they do. Um, I'm not into white supremacy, so any of that will be deleted. Um, politics, for the most part, will be ignored. Unless there is a lot of hate, and then the comment will be deleted. Mainly because I have found it to be stressful. And... I have enough stress in my life. Don't need it. Do not tell me how to live my life. You weren't there at the beginning to help me out. Um, if you wish to help, please share the podcast. Share my wish list. Uh, if you can, donate. Um, or like I said, buy something off my wish list. Uh, support my shop. Those things. And as I said at the beginning, don't send love and prayers. I mean, yes, I know I'm going to probably get a bunch of that as a joke. Um, but it does piss me off, just so you know. Um, and I know part of that right now is the grief over losing Boyd. It really is hitting home right now. Um, and Marilyn's death anniversary is coming up here in a couple days so it's just and she's only been gone two years so there's a lot of grief I haven't worked through plus basically the grief of knowing that I really don't exist in my fam my blood family but uh yeah and for those that normally listen for the followers, I will tag my followers this week, but I will, um, I'm having some difficulties technically, so I will try to get the following section, but if it's not here, be aware I did tag the followers and I will be, um, mentioning them next podcast. Rogue out.